Welcome in to the Air Raid Sports Podcast. I am Chandler Carney, and with me as always, Brady Scott. What up? Sorry for the three-month sabbatical that we took from our fans. Sorry I went on paternity leave. It's, it's been a long three months. Eh, has it? We haven't done much. No, we've been living life. Yeah, that is it. NBA season sort of sucks. Doesn't it always suck until April? Yeah, because then baseball's back. Okay, well, baseball is trash. I mean, mean, that's all a matter of your personal opinion, and I respect that. Literally, you told me one time, multiple times, actually, baseball's only good in October. And April, because it's new again. Okay, that's fair. New is always better. Until you get to the dog days of summer, and that's when it's like, I watch the Braves play every now and then, won't even catch all of them, and just keep up with how they're doing, maybe one or two other teams I have ESPN notification about. But, I mean, other than that, the dog days of summer are real, and they are long. Yeah, because in the dog days of summer, you're, like, going fishing and playing golf and working and doing stuff. Going to the beach. You're not worried about baseball. I mean, you're I, right. Yeah, because, I mean, it doesn't matter at that point. You just don't have time to sit down for three hours in the summer because you're always doing something. Yeah, summer's a great time. I was actually uh, talking to somebody today, and I was like, you know, summer – Always makes me nostalgic, you know. Some of your best memories come in the summer. Like, as a little kid. 100%. Yeah. And then, like, you start smelling that fresh-cut grass, and you're just like, man. Oh, just like today. They were cutting the grass today. When I pulled back in from school, from class this morning, had my windows down. I was driving by there, weed-eating. The fresh-cut grass smell hit me. I was like, oh, it's time for summer. Get me out of school. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what, junior Otis is kicking in. I guess. Yeah, don't want to do nothing. I mean, it's just the end of the semester, man. I'm just trying to make it through. Ain't got but a couple of assignments left. Just trying to power through. It's all you can do. Oh, it is all you can do. Speaking of powering through, how about this 40-year-old Dirt Nowitzki on his last game ever? 20-10. and 10. Mm, To Just to be outdone by D-Wade with the triple-double. Yeah, after he what, falls through the table? Falls off the table? He got up. And he didn't do it right. So he got down, tried to hop back up, lost his footing, and fell on the table. Played 71 games this year, hang out hurt. Hurts his knee trying to get on the table. Yeah, because his wife tweeted out that, you know, I, he didn't know if he was going to play tonight because of his knee. Yeah. And then, I mean, that would just be a really terrible way to go out. Like, think about if you just tore your ACL from doing that. It would suck, but, I mean, he did have 30 in that game. So, I mean, it would probably be bearable. Well, and the game tonight, what last night wasn't at home. So, I mean, if it had been at home, it would have been way worse. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess that's fair. It is fair. And then, so. you know, Dirk gets sent off last night, announces his, his retirement finally. Spurs. And then, yeah. Did they win that game? Yeah, Spurs won that game. Spurs did? Yeah. Sad. Yeah, they could at least, you know, just let Dallas win the game. I mean, that would, I feel like Dirk deserved that. Just throw a game for them. Yeah, and all your players, you're going to the playoffs. Like you know, you're going to the playoffs. Yeah. It's just it was a sad day because you know I'm a huge Dirk fan, so I you know you are a big Dirk fan. You know I cried a little bit. I mean, where are you gonna go from here? Oh, uh, you know, man, I I hadn't found that next guy to follow. Because you know, obviously, I'm gonna follow my Pelicans, but they suck. I mean, I'm not gonna dispute that. Question. 
make it easy. How do you feel about the that's all, folks, that Anthony Davis wore into the stadium? Anthony Davis can literally go find himself a good, nice corner and just fuck himself. <laughs> like, that dude. Oh, man. He's a, he, he's a bigger titty baby than Antonio Brown. Where's he play next year? Okay, well, if if I was Dale Demps of of the uh, Pelicans back, you know, a couple months ago, he would already be a Los Angeles Laker. I mean, that was a great trade that they turned down. They're not going to get that. I don't think they get what they want, which is Jason Tatum ultimately, I think. I think that's what they want. And I don't think they get him because I think Kyrie walks and joins the Knicks or somebody. I don't think Kyrie's in Boston next year. Oh, no, he's he's definitely walking. And if Kyrie walks, they're not giving up Tatum. Not for AD. Because you just if you give up Tatum and Kyrie walks, there goes your two primary ball handlers and scores. Yeah. Especially I mean, in late game situations. And AD has proven he can't carry a team. Exactly. And if Jason could, Tatum as a rookie carried them through the playoffs last year. Game seven, almost to the finals. Game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. Ten times out of ten, I'm taking Jason Tatum on my team. Yeah. Okay, I'll, 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 nine times out of ten, I'll take Jason Tatum on my team. Depends on who else we have. Ex- yeah, exactly. In in Boston situation between AD and Tatum, I'm yeah, staying with I'm what t- I got. Yeah, because he may only be there one year. Yeah, because you know he's going to leave. Yeah, especially if Kyrie's not there. I I just think that the Lakers trade should have happened. Dell Dimps had no serious interest in trading him to the Lakers. He was just tagging him along. So you trade if you traded him to the Lakers, I mean you're sitting there looking at you got Lonzo Ball to trade if you if you wanted to, if he wanted out, you know, and you, you have Kuzma who can carry your team. Easy decision. Take you, the trade. You're getting five players for one. And and you get the first round picks. Exactly. And mm-hmm. the Lakers suck just as bad as you did. So there you go. But everybody's not as smart as we are. Absolutely. I would have shut Anthony Davis down after the trade deadline and tanked to get Zion Williamson. I mean, that's the logical thing to do. Looks it, like the Knicks did a great job of that, though. Like, Even if you don't uh, get the first pick, at least you get R.J. Barrett or Moran or somebody. Here's a scenario floating around. Knicks gets the number one pick, Zion. KD comes, and they get Kyrie. I mean, that. That's literally like the Rams playing with golf on a rookie contract. You know what I mean? In the words of Gus Malzahn, the Knicks would probably go from the outhouse to the penthouse in a year. Absolutely. No question. Uh, It's the East. Okay, so we're sitting here saying that, but Kyrie was awful this year. He's up and down. So you think pairing him with KD would would work out? I mean, those two people have to have the ball in their hand. I think he's better with KD than he is in Boston right now, easily. But okay, so why is that? Because he can just give if he's struggling, you can just give the ball to KD, who's a proven scorer. Jason Tatum, who did it last year, isn't a proven scorer yet in the NBA. He just, I just think he pairs better with KD because KD sort of, he's not LeBron, but he's that type of player. Yeah, I mean, he, he's played with Steph and Clay, and he knows. You know when his night is and when it's he not. He doesn't have to have the ball. He knows he doesn't have to have it now. 
Yeah, all he's got to do is shoot it. Exactly. But, I mean, the, his shooting stroke has never been in question. No. The only thing in question to me about KD is just his, his character, which has nothing to affect with your basketball skills. Still a great player. I Absolutely. hate the guy. I hate. I mean, I hate LeBron, but I mean, you have to respect the basketball player he is. Am I ever going to say LeBron sucks? No, that's just stupid. Is LeBron a titty baby? Yeah. Is he a flopper? Yes. Nah. Is he a coach killer? Yes. Is he a president of the team killer? Apparently. No. Apparently, this is the first president that's left. Oh, uh, I mean, nine months in, and he couldn't deal with LeBron, so he, you know he just packed his bags and left. Didn't tell nobody. Sounds like Peace. LeBron needs to hire him some refs. LeBron just needs to buy an organization and run it from the ground up. He's going to. As soon as he retires. You know, he just needs to be the Jackie Moon. He's going to hang out in Hollywood for about five, six years, and then he's going to buy a team. Did you see what uh, Giannis said about the uh, Space Jam 2? I knew Giannis. Want- Giannis don't care about all that. Giannis just plays basketball, and then who knows what else he does. Goes and sits at home. So who do you think the other uh, four players are going to be? I don't know. Probably Kyrie because he's already been in Hollywood. You can probably get Shaq in there. I don't know who else. Probably some actors or something. <laughs> okay, but when Space Jam came out, none of the guys that are I've in never it. seen it. You've never seen Space Jam? You deaf? You've never, like, how do you live your life and you've never seen Space Jam? Exactly how I've lived it. I feel so bad for you in your childhood right now. I don't feel bad for it, so you shouldn't either. Okay, well, in in the movie, the four basketball players aren't out. I mean, it's Charles Barkley, Muggsy Bowes, and a couple other guys. I can't think of off the top of my head. So they're Dwayne Wade's free now. Well, if he's got a hurt knee, I don't know if he can film a movie. Uh, it'll be okay by then. Dirk's free now. You think Dirk would do it? Yeah, that'd be funny. I think Dirk would be funny in a movie. I mean, I bet you Anthony Davis will do it. Just because he's socially awkward. Oh, Dirk. Yeah. Yeah. He sort of struggled giving his speech the other night. I mean, he's not a talker. No. He's just like Giannis. He doesn't care for the spotlight. No. In all honesty, I mean, he's Tim Duncan. You know, you never heard Tim Duncan say anything. That's why he was the general giant. No. Greatest power forward of all time. I mean, you're not going to get an argument there. Shouldn't. No. If you got an argument, hit us up on Twitter because you're wrong. Well, I mean, there are people who, you know, grew up in different areas that will probably say, uh, I mean, I think Barkley without a ring is maybe not in the number one conversation, but he's up there. I think Dirk is up there. Carl uh, Malone is up there. When you look at the GOAT, Michael Jordan, as everybody says, what do they base it off of? I mean, they base it off of rings. Exactly. I mean, Tim Duncan carried them to rings, there except for go. maybe the last one with, with Kawhi. There you go. You want to have an argument? You, you bring me Charles Barkley. How many he got? Zero. Just ask Shaq. <laughs> He'll tell you. Zero. All right, so. Who you got in the playoffs? Who wins it? The Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, I think they're going to make a run out of Mel. Okay. D'Angelo Russell has had a great season. He's not that good. He's not good enough to carry them to the finals, much less win it. At the beginning of the year, I would have told you the Celtics for sure. I really thought that they would do more. They would. You think they'd beat anybody out of the West? I think they could be definitely teams out of the West, but do I think that they could be a contender out of the West? No. Huh. 
Uh, I really like the Nuggets. They're playing, you know, good basketball out of the West. Yeah. Can they beat uh, Golden State in seven games? It's possible, honestly. Guess what? What? Not going to have to. You don't think so? No. I don't think they get there. I'll have to wait for the bracket to come out and see who they play. But, I mean, you never know. You don't, you don't think the Nuggets get there or the Warriors? The Warriors have a better shot than the Nuggets just because the Nuggets haven't been there as much as the Warriors. Yeah, I mean, they definitely don't have playoff experience. Exactly. But I think it's either the Rockets or the Warriors or the Thunder. Okay, I can tell you right now, it definitely ain't going to be the Rockets. You watch. It ain't going to be the Rockets. Just watch. I mean, we'll, we'll watch. Steph Curry had a little injury the other night, a little tweak. They say he's going to be fine, but if he's hurt, watch out. If it lingers, watch out. I, I mean, I would take the Thunder if I took the Rockets. I don't know. I think Harden takes them there. Yeah, but you got Westbrook and Paul George both carrying the loads on West, different nights. Westbrook's going to go cold in the fourth one night, and Paul George is going to miss a late three, and then it's going to cost him. That's wild. That's wild. So, so I, I, let's hope that – see if that happens. If I mean, does. you know Westbrook's going to go cold eventually, and then he's just going to start shooting way too much, and Paul George's not going to have a shot for six minutes, and then he's going to throw it to him to take the last shot. Yeah, but you're forgetting that James Harden has to deal with Chris Paul. Chris Paul don't do nothing in the playoffs. James Harden can just take the ball and lead that team. He's proven it this year. Can they realistically – should they realistically be able to beat the Warriors? No. But, I mean, anything can happen. You're right. Who do you think wins the MVP of the year? Of the year? They're going to give it to Giannis, I think. I think they should. I think they're going to give it to him. Him or Harden should win it. If you base it off numbers, it's it's them two, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that one guy. I mean, I definitely think Giannis deserves to win the win it. Uh, he has, you know, double double average. He's led his team to a better record. I think that one guy that definitely deserves more credit for the year is Jokic because you you don't see anybody talking about him. People are like, eh, well, we're not going to put him in our top five. And I don't see why. He had the nuggets. Because he's not in the media. They like people who are in the media. Okay, but that just that shouldn't determine your MVP. It does, though. That's the sad thing about it. It does. Yeah. And so, if you didn't get any respect from anybody else in the world, like, he's earned my respect. And he's a great player. Yeah. And he's really young to be doing it. He's just fundamental. You know? Everything he does is just fundamental. You're talking about the greatest power forward ever, and all he is is Mr. Fundamentals. Exactly. So, I mean, how many MVPs do he win? I'm not sure. None, probably. There I know he won it. two finals MVPs. It's not flashy enough for people to want to give him MVP. People like the flashy stuff. I mean, Giannis isn't too flashy. He just throws down mega Exactly. Dunks. That's flash. Is it flash? That's highlights. He puts people on posters and is in a highlight reel almost every night on Sports Center. How many how many posters Jokic putting people on? Not many. Not any or not many. Not many. Okay, I mean that's fair. People like the flashy guys, and Jokic is just fundamental. He's going to give you basically the same stat line every night, and yeah, I mean got, you're getting twenty and ten with him. You're getting what he does. It's not flashy, but it's producing. 
and that just doesn't catch the media's eye. So that's why he doesn't get the credit he deserves. That's my opinion anyway. I think that's a very good opinion and very reasonable opinion. I mean, because it's basically what it boils down to is popularity contest. Yeah, because, you know, LeBron, I guess, and Steph Curry is always going to be in that conversation now. No matter how they play. I mean, Steph Curry's in the conversation on, you know, all the major sports outlets. And it's – I just don't think he's done enough to – He's missed too many games this year. If he doesn't miss the amount of time he missed, okay, let's talk. But he's missed too much time. Do you think that they should set, like, a minimal game requirement for you to win MVP? No, because, I mean, if you're a voter, you've earned that right, and you should have the common sense. Hey, this guy missed 20, 25 games. This guy missed 15, 20 games. This guy plays 77, 78 games and has the same numbers. I'm taking the guy who's more durable and consistently on the court. Well, I mean, that's like uh, the Heisman voters. When Lamar Jackson won it, and then the very next year he put up the same numbers, he had better numbers than Baker. It's like Westbrook. And it's like, okay, well, we don't want a two-time Heisman Trophy winner. It's like Westbrook, honestly. Because the first year he averaged a triple-double is like, this is impossible. Is the greatest thing ever. Since then, what has he done? Average a triple-double. Average another triple-double the past two seasons. He hadn't been in the MVP conversation for those two seasons. And he's putting up the same numbers. It's crazy. Doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, any other, you know, because if, if Harden puts up a triple-double, everybody's going insane about it. Yeah. And he's going to get given. Westbrook puts up a triple-double. And what, he had 33 this year? Yeah, it was something like that. It's I mean, crazy. It was, a, it was a crazy number. He's averaging a triple-double. That is insane, and nobody talks about that enough. Everybody's like, oh, he just gets garbage rebounds and stuff. He's still averaging a triple-double for the entire season. I mean, 10 rebounds is 10 rebounds. That means he's crashing the board when everybody else is trying to leak out, yeah. like all the other guards in the NBA like to do. That's a very valid point. Thank you for sharing your knowledge with us. It's not much. That's all I have. Who do you have winning the uh, the Masters this week? Get a little golf action. I want to hear who you got. Biased or unbiased? I just want to see who you think is going to win. Uh, realistically, I think if you go with the person who's playing the best golf this year so far entering the Masters, it's Rory McIlroy. Yeah. And so I, th- I actually think that He's the odds favorite to win it. Do I think that he'll actually win the the Masters? No. I I don't think he'll get it this year. No. He always sort of – he has that one four or five hole stretch every year that sort of just takes him out of it. Because he's always in contention, but he always has that stretch. Yeah, like last year he got paired with Patrick Reed on the final day. And played just as well as he could play, but Patrick Reed couldn't miss a putt. Yeah, see, if Patrick Reed wins the Masters this year, I'd be highly upset. Not a big fan. No. But see, like, here's the guys that I wouldn't mind seeing win. Uh, Obviously, Justin Thomas. You you have Rory picked to win. No, I have Spieth picked to win. What's he shoot? I'll say say he wins it at 16 under. All right. He doesn't break the record, but I think he can win it. That's a valid point. Yeah. I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't mind if Ricky won it. No, not at all. Get his first, you know, his first major at the Masters. Be pretty special. 
Oh yeah, I'm ready for Ricky to win one. I am too. And I just don't know when he's gonna when it's gonna happen. You really thought it was gonna be last year at the Masters? You know, he made that late push, but I mean, it was just it was too late. One, one enough. Yeah. Just like I mean, just like Spieth last year on the, the back nine wasn't enough. So who you got winning that? All right. So I'm just going to give some people out there that are favored to win, and then I'm going to give my opinion on who I think is going to win. Jack Nicholas said this quote on Golf Channel. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I thought you was about to pick Jack Nicholas. I was like, I don't think he's playing that. I'm not okay. that stupid, okay? <laughs> I'm stupid. I'm not that stupid. What would he say? I've never seen Tiger this confident. I played with him three weeks ago. He shot the easiest 64. Yeah, I'd make sure I read that right. The easiest 64 I've ever seen with total ease, no effort. He hit every single fairway. And everybody wants Tiger to win. Casual golf fan wants Tiger to win. Hardcore golf fans want Tiger to win. I don't want Tiger to win. Just because I've never been a Tiger fan. I grew up, daddy's always like Phil. And Phil and Tiger sort of had that feud. So... Dad liked Phil, so I like Phil and didn't like Tiger. I'd like to see Phil win. I don't think that's going to happen. So what you're saying is you're a follower. You're not a leader. Okay, that's fair. I think if Tiger won, it would be good for golf. But at the same time, I... I didn't, I didn't say Phil's my favorite golfer. I said I just liked him better than Tiger. I like him better than Tiger. Okay, and then I have... I think Tiger's going to be in contention, though. Just if the weather's good, he's in contention. If there's a bad weather day, I think it's over for Tiger. I don't think he can go through it. Do you think that uh, Phil is going to be in contention? May I think he's Phil's going to do what Phil always does. He's going to have a crappy first round, and then he's going to shoot well enough to finish fifteenth. If he has a good, if he goes out and shoots four or five under on Thursday today. Yeah, I say he has a legit shot. But it's going to take him having a good first round for him to do it. And I just don't know if that's going to happen. Tiger's going to be in contention. Spieth, obviously, that's my favorite golfer. I want him to be in contention. JT, JT ain't won a Masters yet. He's also in contention. I don't think he wins. Kepka's going to be there. DJ will be there. All the big names. There's going to be a guy. Sort of middle of the pack guy that's always up in the mix. But for me, it came down to Spieth or Ricky. And I was all in on Spieth at 17 under until you sent me a picture of Ricky Fowler standing in front of a green (laughs) Mercedes at the Masters. What a legend. When I saw that picture, I said, Ricky Fowler's going to win the Masters and drive the green Mercedes away in the green jacket. He's going to shoot 17 under, and him and Jordan Spieth are going to be paired in a final pairing on Sunday. He's going to finish 17. Jordan's going to finish 16. And that's my prediction. Wow. I really hope that comes true. Watch how wrong I am. Well, see, that was going to be my next question. You know, you obviously see a lot of the, you know, the middle of the pack guys that aren't huge names come out on top in a lot of the uh, majors. You know, you saw it last year, and then, Kepka could kind of stole the scene when he comes back from his injury. I would say Kepka would win, but this isn't the U.S. Open. Yeah. <laughs> he nah. could. Do you think he'll three-peat this year? No. I mean, it'd be pretty, 
pretty bad if he did. Nah. Not gonna happen. Then the magic wears off. I don't know. I'm just ready to wake up and watch the Masters. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a, a great weekend of golf. Yeah. Not not really a ton else going on. Oh, there's Miss plays Kentucky. I was about to say there's absolutely nothing else, you know, really going on except for college baseball. And that's great too. Yeah. For if, me. If you're a college baseball more fan. More so for you. More not for you, but for me. I mean, I watch college baseball, but I'm not like you oh watch my it god. if I have it on. Yeah, ex- exactly. That's about it. Like I'm not like, oh my god, I can't wait to watch this college baseball game. I watch Ole Miss. That's the only college baseball I'll really watch, unless mm-hmm. you're playing SEC Network every now and then. I watch LSU play every now and then. I mean, it's a good ball club to watch play. That's about it, though. I thought Florida was going to be a whole lot better last weekend, but they were not. Or either we just had the weekend of our life. I think it's a little bit of both, because, you know, they played a lot of freshmen last weekend. Florida I mean, did. I mean, Ole Miss scored 40 runs. When's that going to happen again? Hopefully this weekend. I mean, it's the first time it happened since, like, 1957. Something like that. Uh, so, probably not for for a while. I don't know, man. I think they found their stride. They scored another 11 against USM this week. I was so happy. Like, there's so many people on Twitter talking noise, like, from Southern Miss about the game. Yeah, I didn't even say anything. But I, I, gu- I guarantee you, if Ole Miss would have gotten beat, both of our Twitters would have been blown up. Oh, absolutely. And Ole Miss won, and not a tweet. From anybody, nobody. I, I mean, like I literally had to search to find what the, what the final score was because you know it wasn't on TV or anything. Yeah, I just follow Ole Miss baseball. That's where I get all my stuff. Plus, all the other Ole Miss pages that follow the game on Twitter that like to tweet their opinions. You should do that. You should the Twitter opinion. coaches. The, tw- the Twitter. <laughs> the Twitter coaches. That one just came to me. Well. Somebody's got to, you know, fill the – you got to fill the tunnel somehow. I mean, yeah, because that's like I saw a guy on there, and I'm not a huge fan either, but Zach Phillips was starting. He came out and gave up early run. They are like, yeah, this is what you get for starting Zach Phillips. We're going to get beat like a drum, and nothing's going to happen. Gave up two runs, pitched six innings. Maybe he's finally found his rhythm again because, I mean, he coming out of spring ball and fall ball, he was the best arm we had. Against our lineup, which is pretty good. So, I mean, I don't know if the bright lights got to him or what, but maybe he's found his rhythm. Because come SEC tournament and regional time, you need that fourth guy. Your third and fourth guys have to be huge and able to go out there and put up some zeros and win you a ball game. But getting back to the Masters, which is the original topic, I don't know how we got off on that little rant. But right, I mean, we got off on it because, you know, there's nothing else to do and then college baseball comes up on the weekends. I mean, that's true. But uh, anyways, Ricky's driving his green Mercedes in his green jacket away into the sunset first major. I mean, it'd be a hell of a scene. Yeah. I would not be sad. Oh, no. I mean, I'll definitely be cheering. I just don't want Tiger or Patrick Reed to win. And I know the Tiger one's going to offend everybody. I'm sorry. I'm just not a fan. I recognize he's one of the greatest golfers to ever grace this earth and has immense talent and would whoop my ass in golf. But I just hope personally he doesn't win. Nothing against you if you want him to win. I mean, I don't ever like for LeBron to win the final, so that's fair. 
You're you're literally in the minority on this opinion. Yeah. But it's your opinion, so exactly. The hell with everybody. That's why we have this show, the voice of our opinions. I'm all I'm saying is, you know, if Tiger won it, I wouldn't be like, Oh man, I hate my life. I wish this would never happen. No. I mean, I think it'd be great for the game of golf. Yeah. But at the same time, am I wanting him would to Would I win? rather see someone else win? Absolutely. Hell yeah. I mean, I would rather see Ricky get his first major. Yeah. I'd rather see Spieth get back into, you know, the contention talks that he was in. I want to see him break the record. I would. I mean, that would be nice also. He should have broke it last time. At yeah. 15 when he won. Well. Imagine if he plays all four days like Sunday last year. Well, then he's going to shatter the record. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. But, I mean, it's, po- I mean, it's being possible. consistent. I yeah. think he's ready. See yesterday where he skipped the ball off the pond? Yeah, that was insane. How many tries do you think that would take us to do? If we did it, if I did it 100 times, I think, you know, once would be the, the amount of times that it goes over the water onto the green or even actually anywhere in, in that area, in the vicinity of the man, that ball skipped four times. That was ridiculous. I mean, I've skipped the ball across the pond before. You've seen me do it. It just happened to fall in the middle of it yeah. unintentionally. Pro golfers are stupid good. Yeah, like they're in, they're insane. Yeah, must be nice. I go out here and I struggle to break 90. If I broke, you know, if I did 90, I wouldn't be very happy with myself. Yeah. People's like, well, you settle for less. I don't know. He's settling for more, folks. Yeah. So set your let, goals. Let me shoot 90 and, you know, I'll, I'll have a great happy day. Oh, no doubt. Let like, me shoot in the 80s. I'll be happy. Yeah. So, like, when I'm 70, if I could shoot my age, I, was, I would definitely be happy. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. But, anyways. Probably going to happen. Probably when I'm 70, I won't be able to lift a golf club and save my life. Oh, no. That's all I'm going to do. I'm going to retire and play golf every day. What else is there to do? Go fishing. That's literally it. That's the only thing I can think of. I don't think you're as big of a fisherman as I, I like to be. No. I'm not, but I enjoy the fish. I mean, there's not a better feeling than it that I've ever experienced in my life. You know, I'm sure hitting a hole in one might be better than catching a a, a two ounce bass. Oh, hundred percent would be. But I've never experienced that, so I can't tell you. Come close one time. Really take us to the moment. Okay, so in Waynesboro, you know, on six. Yeah. You know the women's tea and the yellow tea box, how it's always pushed up. Yeah. By them two trees on five. Yeah. Anybody who's been to Waynesboro knows what I'm talking about. Anyways, so they were doing something to the tee boxes on the back. So we were teeing, me and Dad was out there knocking around, and we were teeing off from up there because that's where they had the whites and the blues. So we was teeing off from the front. I told Daddy, I said, I'm just going to swing hard and hope it goes to the green. So we were close enough. I thought realistically I might have had a shot. So I'd tee it up and give it all I got and hit it up there. I was like, I think I'm on the green. He's like, yeah, it looked like it was going straight to the hole. I was like, no, nah, it ain't close to the hole. I just hope I'm on the green or up there somewhere close. So anyway, we get up there, and the ball's sitting literally about maybe a foot, foot and a half, two feet from the hole. That's heartbreaking. I mean, I, I was pretty happy about it, tapped in for eagle. 
Yeah, but at the same time, you're kind of like... Just imagine if that ball would have went in. Yeah. It would have been a great feeling. Yeah, it would have been. I probably would have told him, yeah, I'm done for the day. I probably would have retired. There's no I wouldn't have retired. There's no but experience I mean, after that. I mean, yeah, do it again. I mean, shooting par would be, you know, very... That would be my next goal. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the closest I've ever come. The closest I've ever come was... The only birdie in my life nobody ever saw, so it didn't really happen. So it I'm didn't like, happen. So I'm not going to take you through it. I mean, you can take us through it, but if nobody was there, you have no proof. Yeah, absolutely don't have any proof. So that's why, you know, when people say, you know, have you ever, you know, done this or that? I'm like, nah, never done that, man. I've just parted a few a few times. Yeah. And I, I just feel like if nobody's there to see it, it you have, you know, because people lie playing golf. I mean, it's just plain and simple. That's my biggest fear in life is going out there one day and playing by myself and it actually happening. And then nobody's going to believe you. No. I wouldn't believe you. No, but I don't blame you. I wouldn't believe you. Yeah. And, nobody's going to believe me. Yeah. I was like, one day I had a nice shot and told Daddy, he said, yeah, how many times you hit it? I was like, once. He's like, anybody out there with you? I said, no. He's like, didn't happen. And that's fair. <laughs> I would tell him the same thing. I would, uh, I used to catch fish all the time and I would start taking pictures of them. And my uncle would be like, no, you didn't catch one that big because I didn't see it happen. I'm like, did you, I literally sent you a picture and he would say, it looks like the same fish. That's rough. <laughs> yeah. It's just ignorant. I mean, it happens. I, I, it, does it happen though? Like, do people actually, people make their fish look bigger in their pictures than they actually are. I know this because I've seen it happen. You know this because you do, is that what you're saying? No, I don't really care how big the fish is. I'm just happy to catch one. Oh, man. I mean, if I called an eight-pounder, I would definitely make it look like it's uh, de- like 16 pounds. See, it doesn't. You caught a fish. I mean, it's a fish. That's, I mean, if you're not into it, then that's fine. If I catch a big fish, I just catch a big fish. That's the way I look at it. You wouldn't mount it or anything? No, I'm just happy to catch it. I'll throw it back and somebody who would enjoy a fish mount way more than I would, let them catch it. Okay, well, if you catch an eight-pound you know, bass, just give it to me and I'll I'll mount it like I called it. Okay. I'll do that. All right, just don't tell anybody you know that you called it. I'm going to tell everybody, but you can have the fish. <laughs> I, can, I can have it for decoration. It's a story to tell. <laughs> hey, man, where'd you catch that fish? Oh, funny story. I didn't actually catch that. It was given. It was a gift. It was a gift. <laughs> this dude who doesn't really care about how big the fish is called it and said, hey, you want this big fish? I was like, yeah, sure. I'll tell everybody it's mine. <laughs> I, I mean, I would do that. <laughs> Nobody's going to question that unless you're there. And exactly. you're like, oh, well, what happened? Yeah. How'd you catch that fish? Where were you at? I caught it on a hook, guys. Where were you at? Where are you fishing? What time of day was it? Was the wind blowing north or south? I mean, you can make that stuff up on the go. Nobody's going to know that. You can, but if I was asking you these questions, you'd be laughing way too much for anybody to take you seriously. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, have you laughed a lot recently? A ton. It's always good for the soul. Don't you think? Yes. What you been laughing at? Zito. 
Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. I can't wait for that shirt to get here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pat McAfee, if you're listening to this. That's we, a gym. We definitely bought uh, two shirts. Zito, we're supporting you and trying to get you out of your massive debt that you owe MetLife Stadium. Yeah. And PMI. P- I think PMI is going to be the worst one. Oh, yeah. They gave it to him today. <laughs> they are like, substantial. Substantial amount of cash. Look, Zito's going to work the rest of his life to pay off Pat McAfee. He <laughs> <laughs> goes to the awning. All right, so backstory. <laughs> All right. So you've heard us talk about the Pat McAfee show before, if you're a listener of the show. Well, Pat's recently started working for the WWE, and he was going to WrestleMania. So him and some of the guys on the podcast, the Roadhawks, they rent an RV, and they go on a road trip up the East Coast to WrestleMania. They get to WrestleMania. Pat's off with the WWE people getting ready for the for WrestleMania. And meanwhile, everybody else, Zito's driving, trying to park the RV. And that sort of shortly sets the scene for Chandler to come in and enlighten you on what happens. So he goes through the awning. He's like, yellow shirt's like, follow that car. Yeah, so the security guard's like, follow the car. So he's just... Cr- Cruising <laughs> at about forty miles an hour. Whoever you know, whoever put the phone in the <laughs> cup holder, you, Foxy, just what a gem, what a great guy that is. <laughs> and he just hits the awning, <laughs> going about fifty miles an hour. Stops, goes goes forward, forward until the RV is completely under the awning, and then it goes like, I think it's stuck. And proceeds to back out and rip everything out from under it. It's a wild scene. It's something that like tore, tore the roof off of the RV. If you ever did that, you'd never live it down. Go to YouTube and look up. We wrecked an RV, Pat McAfee show. You will not be disappointed. I guarantee it. One of the few things in my life that I can guarantee, along with that, is your, if you're an Ole Miss fan, you will continually be disappointed. Those are about the only two guarantees I can give you. I mean, other than death and taxes. So yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a, that's imminent. Well, man, it's been uh, it's been fun. You got any final thoughts? Go Braves! I almost say you know, go Padres. Chop on. How are the Padres doing this year? Oh, uh, they're doing great, man. What's their record? I have no clue. Who's your shortstop? Who's a shortstop? Tatis. What's his first name? Uh, I'm going to go with something along the lines of, like, uh, Emmanuel. <laughs> You're close, Fernando. Uh, How's that? How's that close? Spanish name. Well, you know, I've been a uh, Padres fan my whole life, so. Who's the greatest hitter to ever wear a Padres uniform? Jake Peavy. Jake Peavy was a pitcher. He was a great hitter, too, man. Jake Peavy was a pitcher. He was a great hitter, man. They have one of the greatest hitters of all time play for them, and you don't even know. Look, I, I, I've been a fan my whole life, but I've never been, you know, that guy. Tony Gwynn. I've literally never heard that name before. You've never life. heard that get, name? <laughs> no. You're lying. I, I mean, I'm not. I feel like you are lying. You're, make, you're making it up right now. No, I'm not. Not at all. What do you talk- you, how many home runs did he hit? I don't know. I'm looking up how many hits he got. 
It wasn't more than Pete Rose, so it doesn't matter. I mean, Pete Rose isn't in the Hall of Fame. That's a low blow. You don't have to go there. I mean, it's just out there. So I just went for it. Do you think he should be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. I believe he should be. I think he should be, too. Um, Tony Gwynn had 3,141 career hits in his career. It's my favorite player to ever play the game. As of today? Yeah, uh, my whole life. As of right now? Nah, he's been my favorite player all the time. You didn't know who he was a minute ago. He's my favorite player of all time. Who is actually your favorite baseball player of all time? Is it Chipper Jones? He's up there. If you have, if you got to pick one, who, who are you going to pick? I didn't get really get to watch him much, but from highlights and stuff, probably the kid, Ken Griffey Jr. He's probably the greatest to ever play the game as well. Better than Babe Ruth? Yes. Better. What's that dude's name you just told me? Tony Gwynn. Better than Tony Gwynn? Yes. Nah, Tony Gwynn's the greatest to ever play. No. I think that that's good. I mean, I never really watched baseball, so. Yeah, the old timers that you throw in there, but I mean, as a new age player, it's Griffey and everybody else. Mine would probably be Mark McGuire. Roy Rage. Yeah. Well, you know, that's kind of a depressing day because, I mean, I wasn't a huge fan, obviously. Never really watched baseball, but I always catch the highlights. And they I was the, never a McGuire fan. I always thought that he looked like our buddy Hayden Shelby. Yeah. I always thought he looked just like his daddy. <laughs> and so I liked him for that reason. Well, at least you got a reason. Yeah. I mean, I didn't – I could not – I don't know what position he played. But in that home run race that they had, I like Sosa ahead of him anyway. They were both juiced, though. I mean, it really was, doesn't matter. It was a steroids era, wasn't it? Yeah. Then you got Barry Bonds. I mean, you can take all the roids you want. Yeah, it may help you hit the ball further. You still got to work for it. But it doesn't help you make contact. It may help the ball go farther, but you still got to make contact. And that's, I don't know if you know, but hitting a 96-mile-an-hour fastball isn't the easiest thing in the world. No, I just saw uh, Chris Davis. Poor guy can't buy a hit. Was it last time I checked? He's zero for forty nine. That's the last I saw. Poor guy. And they owe him what ninety two mil? Yeah. I feel worse for the Orioles than I do <laughs> him. I do too. I mean, he's getting paid to suck. At least they you got have to, Machado. You have to pay this guy to suck. <laughs> he's like, "Hey guys, put me on the bench. I'm still getting paid ninety two mil." Yeah, I mean, I would. But if you want, if you need to send me down for a time, that's fine. I mean, I'm. I don't even have to play. Just pay me. I'll leave. Yeah. And if they cut you, they still got to pay you. Give me 70 of that. I'll go. Give me like a fraction of it. And I'll, I'll. Bye. I'll see you later. I'm going to the house. And yet he's still going to not hit. It's like the picture some page on Instagram put up of a bus that had his face on it. Said this bus is not getting hit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hitting anything. A savage. Yeah, that's that's wrong. Well, man, I enjoyed picking back up with you. Hopefully, we'll do it soon and uh, recap the Masters and see if your uh, predictions most, are right. Most definitely Sunday. Look for the picture of Ricky driving down Magnolia Lane in the green Mercedes and green jacket. Lit.